0: This is the John Oakley Show Podcast. This whole SNC-Lavalin affair has lent itself to uh, all kinds of, well, different dimensions to the story, and uh, some of which we'll plumb into at that time. Right now, I want to do the same uh, interesting piece by uh, Dan Donovan, uh, the managing editor at Ottawa Life, that starts, what many people outside of Ottawa don't understand is that there's a parallel system of government in Ottawa. This deep state has more power than the elected MPs and ministers who are supposed to run the country. I thought that was an American phenomenon, the deep state. Evidently not, according to Mr. Donovan. And he has joined the Oakley Show at Global News Radio 640 Toronto. How's Dan doing up in the nation's capital this afternoon?
1: Never better, John. How you
0: doing? Pretty good. But I got to say, uh, I was intrigued by that opening line. You had me uh, hooked here. And so let's uh, run down what you perceive to be the deep state in, in a nutshell.
1: Well, there's a lobbyist in Ottawa, and lobbyists have existed in Ottawa. They've been more uh, prominent since the Mulroney years, and if people want to visit who these lobbyists are, you can actually visit them uh, online at the lobbyist registration uh, uh, online, and uh, that's run by a eunuch, uh, a person who has uh, no experience in business. Uh, She was named by Justin Trudeau. Her name is Nancy Belanger. She was appointed by Trudeau back in 2017 for a seven-year term Uh, They seemingly installed someone who had no prior substantive experience uh, in business. Mm -hmm. And the lobbyists in this country, and this is really the essence of what's happening with the uh, SNC file. Uh, You know, when uh, people in government leave government, a lot of them are political staff or ministers, a lot of them end up going and working for lobbyists. And often, uh, if you want to get something, something done in Ottawa, you think, well, we'll go to our MP. But if you really want to get something done in Ottawa, most companies, most associations hire a lobbyist. In the case of SNC, which was, uh, you know, has been convicted of, of uh, numerous crimes around the world, including serious uh, fraud crimes, uh, they've been banned by the World Bank, and they were they were facing trial here in Canada. So what they did is they brought in a fellow named Kevin Lynch, and Kevin Lynch was, was formerly. The, the clerk of the Privy Council in Canada served for 33 years. Now, you know, SNC is a construction and engineering firm. Mr. Lynch is not a contractor, he's not an engineer, and he's not a plumber, as far as I know. But what he is, is he's, he's very good at government. He was the top public servant out of 300,000 public servants. He was the number one guy.
0: Well, he was Michael Wernick's predecessor.
1: Well, correct. And they would know each other. They do know each other. Well, as real- matter-
0: Yeah, go ahead, because, I mean, it surfaced, I guess, this week as one of the questions asked at the Justice Committee, how it was that this guy, Kevin Lynch, got a meeting with Wernick, whereas Wernick was, uh, you know, sort of supposed to be arm's length.
1: Well, it's chummy, chummy, yummy, yummy, right? These <laughs> people know each other, and they're supposed to be registered with the Lobbyist Registration Office. Uh, and, you know, they were talking to each other, and this, this information was not registered as far as we know. And uh, Mr. They, they came up, here's the problem, the lobbyists have always had a lot of influence, but this is why the Trudeau government has really betrayed uh, democracy and really betrayed the Canadian people. They allowed these lobbyists to get right inside the hub of their office. Mr. Trudeau is not a lawyer. Mr. Bust is not a lawyer. Uh, Katie Telfer is not a lawyer. Mr. Warnick is not a lawyer. Bill Morneau is not a lawyer. Bill Morneau's chief of staff is not a lawyer. But what they did is they allowed these lobbyists to come in and to cling on to the PM's office and and to have associations with all these other ministers to not lobby to try to get a break for the crimes they commit because they were going to court. They actually lobbied and obtained uh, a way to change the criminal code in this country to allow for something called uh, PDAs, which are basically agreements that allow a company who commits a crime to basically pay a fine and get a, a, and get a you know a pass out mm-hmm. of jail right and they so they were able to get right into the pm's office and convince these people that it would be good not only to to pass these preferred uh, agreements for corporations but in fact they they had legislation changed It was buried in an omnibus bill. They didn't put it before the Justice Committee. And when it did finally become before the Justice Committee, they wouldn't discuss it. So they buried it in a budget bill. The chair of the Finance Committee that reviews the budget bill, a guy named Wayne Easter, a liberal guy, he didn't even know this new transformative law that was going to dramatically affect our criminal code. He didn't even know it was in the budget bill. Pierre Polia found that out in in questioning in, in the committee. So the point is, You've you've allowed lobbyists, what this prime minister has done is he's so obstinate. He allowed these people to get right inside his office. Now, Michael Werner, the clerk of the Privy Council, this guy, John, he should have been fired weeks ago. Uh, This guy, he's supposed to be representing our interests as a top public servant in the country. And I I just can't get my head around why he's acting as a shill for SNC-Lavalin until, of course, you recognize that he's the current clerk of the Privy Council, Mr. Lynch was a former clerk of the Privy Council, and these guys think they're above the rules.
0: Well, all right, let me just stop you there because I'm curious. All right, uh, again, on the line with us, Dan Donovan, managing editor at Ottawa Life, and uh, claiming that there's a deep state here in this country, uh, the Trudeau government lobbyists and the legalization of corruption in Canada is his op-ed piece. So is this really a deep state, or can we actually equate it to crony capitalism?
1: You know, I really think that they, you know, lobbying is going to happen. I understand why we have lobbying. It's in not-for-profits do it. Associations do it. And within the proper regulatory environment, if it's properly adjudicated, there's a place for it. You know, there are 40 lawyers in in the current Trudeau government, 40 MPs who are lawyers. There is only one lawyer, one person who stood up to this, who stood up for the right thing, one Liberal MP. He's actually from Toronto a guy named uh, Nathaniel Erskine-Smith down in the beaches. Right. He's the only person that showed any integrity on this file, and he actually voted against the government and said, this is wrong. This is wrong.
0: Well, isn't this and the it same thing, wrong. though, that effectively Jody Wilson-Raybould resisted?
1: Well, no, like, just to be fair, Jody Wilson-Raybould is out of a job because she refused to go along with this. She refused right. to go along with the prime minister and his key officials, including the clerk of the Privy Council, trying to cross a red line and to, they were trying to politically interfere. Make no mistake about this. They were trying to interfere in a criminal prosecution. And Jody Wilson-Raybould and actually Jane Thopott, you know, who, who stood by Jody Wilson-Raybould, mm-hmm. are, they showed great integrity. Those two women have actually done us an immense favor, along with Nathaniel Erskine-Smith, in protecting our democratic institutions because this is the first time... We have allowed corporate lobbyists to get inside and to actually change the criminal law to benefit them. There was no danger. The Globe and Mail reported on this this morning. It's something we started writing about last week. Uh, there was absolutely no uh, proof, any proof at all, that, these jobs, that SNC-Lavala was in danger of losing these 9,000 jobs. That's just a bunch of malarkey. Right. The, the head of the, the clerk of the Privy Council of Canada, this Wernick fella, he has 300,000 employees, okay? They didn't even do any due diligence to back up this claim. Yet he knows when their meetings are, he knows when their board meetings are. He's, he was acting as a mouthpiece for SNC instead of being the mouthpiece and, the, and, and holding to the integrity of our. Of our justice system. And All right. So
0: your, your point is effectively that there are uh, subversive elements uh, almost within our government, and uh, a lot of people are not apprised of that. I mean, typically, uh, I guess a descriptor of the deep state would be bureaucrats who run the daily business of government, and uh, they really pull the strings, and the rest of these elected figures are almost just that uh, figureheads. But you, be, beyond snc Lavalin, you also cite the big banks and the big telcos.
1: Well, listen, uh, I want two, two important points, John. The first thing is we have a professional public service, and I believe that the majority of our public servants do an excellent job. The problem is when you have, when you have uh, certain high-level public servants who forget what their job is and who, who they owe their duty to, and it's to the taxpayers of Canada. Uh, with regards to the, the, the influence, the, the monopolistic influence some of these lobbyists have, yeah, they're, they're Canadian. the banks are a monopoly check your credit card bill, check your bank service fees. Uh, the reason that they are able to get away with continuously putting up fees, continu- you know, the collusion between the banking and the insurance industries is because they have lobbyists in Ottawa. They have a permanent lobbyist in Ottawa. The telecoms have, have made, the, they're the vampires of lobbying. I mean, they've made the CRTC impotent. Look, at just if, you don't, if, people, if the listeners don't believe me, look at your cell phone bill. We continuously for four decades have paid the highest cell phone bills in the Western world. They have a complete monopoly here, and they spend all of their time with lobbyists at the CRTC, and they've made it impotent. It's completely impotent. There's no power. There, There are lobbyists for the dairy industry, and my point of my article is this. We need to ensure that we don't allow lobbyists to infringe on our democratic institutions and to start to get into a place where they're starting to decide what the laws are in this country. The thin edge of the wedge.
0: If but even though somebody, they have to register and it's uh, done in, I guess, a somewhat transparent fashion, although you're saying the coziness of Kevin Lynch, the predecessor to Michael Wernick as a, a head of the Privy Council. I mean, now he's, uh, you know, the head mucky muck at SNC-Lavalin. It seems like too cozy an arrangement by at least half. Uh, but this is the deep state that you've Identified here at play in Canada and again acting in a subversive subversive fashion against uh, the democratic interests of uh, the people of this country. It's a fascinating insight and a great read to The Deep State, the Trudeau government lobbyists and the legalization of corruption in Canada. That's Dan Donovan, managing editor at Ottawa Life. Dan, it's always a pleasure. I hope to see you soon.